Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to episode two of Kineticast, the importance of biomechanics and motion capture in healthcare. I'm your host, Bo Sauls. Today, we have Dr. Bill Morgan, who used to work at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. Not only has Dr. Morgan worked on government officials, he has served as a consultant to the White House, the Veterans Administration, the U.S. Navy, and the U.S. Army. Dr. Morgan was the team chiropractor for the United States Naval Academy football team as well. During his service, he served in the Naval Special Warfare Unit 1, Marine Corps Recon, and in a Mobile Dive and Salvage Unit. In this podcast, we will talk about Dr. Morgan's past, as well as objectivity and its importance in movement analysis. Dr. Morgan also talks about the future of healthcare and what it's shifting to. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please go onto your podcast app and leave us some feedback. Let's go ahead and get started with episode two of Kineticast. Welcome to episode two of Kineticast, the importance of biomechanics and motion capture in healthcare. I'm your host, Bo Sauls. Today we have the president of Park University, Dr. Bill Morgan, who just competed in the Parker Fit Games. Dr. Morgan, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Yeah, this is I dab a little sweat off my brow. <laughs> How did you do today? I, I, I did all three of the goals I had set for myself. I set some pretty high standards. Uh, don't throw up, don't pass out, and don't have a heart attack. And I exceeded every one of my goals. I'm well, very proud of myself. I was going to say kill them all, but be careful with the last one. So, <laughs> Doc, let's go ahead and get started. First, just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your past. Well, I've been a chiropractor for 33 years. I've uh, practiced in five hospitals. I'm more of a hospital-based chiropractor than most. Um, since the 90s, I've been in hospitals, including Walter Reed and Bethesda National Naval Medical Center. I was the chiropractor to the White House, serving um, from 07 to 16, 2016. And I was the chiropractor to the Congress for 16 years. And I had a, actually had a, a clinic inside the Capitol building. Where I, where I took care of Congress, Supreme Court, and uh, others. Very cool. So. Very cool. What brought you to Parker University? Uh, the, at that point, you know, it's, I, and my wife and I, my wife's a chiropractor also, we had been in integrated settings, hospitals, moving up the, you know, the, the tiers of, uh, you know, of healthcare, and we kind of expected other people to follow and, and really get up there. We kind of looked back and, like, people are still struggling out there. So I wanted to come back. And, and have a platform for teaching and bringing people and integrating them into mainstream healthcare, maintaining our unique chiropractor, chiropractic bend, but also exposing other practitioners so they can make the appropriate referrals to chiropractors. Yeah, very cool. I actually have a friend who's a fellow intern, and he's working with the hospital right now for his internship, and I know he loves it. So very cool. We thank you for that as well. Um, so I know you used to work at Walter Reed, mm-hmm. and for the, you guys who don't know, that's the United States Military Medical Center in Washington, D.C. So, Doc, what did you learn from biomechanics while working at Walter Reed, and what was, like, one of the most interesting stories you had from there? Oh, my goodness. You should have prepped me on this. Oh, yeah. The, so it's where people would come back from the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. So we would have severe orthopedic injuries coming back. Amputees. We had 1,800 amputees come through that hospital while I was there. Um, some of them were quadruple amputees. Um, then you'd have people who have severe orthopedic limitations. So what happens is when somebody loses the dorsal flexion of their ankle, right. what, how does that affect every other aspect of the kinetic chain? And it really helped me understand that. Or what happens um, if you lose the four-bar four mechanism in the knee? Um, and what happens with, with knee replacement? So it was, it was almost like a lab for understanding, you know, when parts are removed, how does that affect the rest of the body? I really helped me understand a lot more about what was going on 
with the body. Now, we had the most advanced gait lab in the world there. So I was able to go down, work with the gait lab, have, you know, I'd adjust patients. We'd, we'd see before and after. Many of them were amputees. We also had some very, some very advanced equipment um, for, you know, st- stabilization, for evaluation. Um, you know, here you get this $19 million gait lab. And um, what's unique, and I, I know you're involved with Parker Fit 3D, right. a, a lot of what we, we can do with that $19 million lab, you take the data from that, and it's, and it's really, most of that can be, you, you can be viewed on Parker Fit 3D. Oh, yeah. That's, it's pretty cool, too. I mean, once again, Dr. Morgan brought this to us here on campus, <laughs> yeah. as well as um, an amputee program as well. We, I, I actually got to work with a couple of amputees in the clinic. Well, that's here, which was a great experience for me as a student. I mean, you think about that. How many students get to come in and work in a student clinic, work with amputees, different types of people? So, uh, well, you haven't seen anything yet because uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're putting together a neurocenter. I'm going to announce that tomorrow from the platform. You, you asked about the interesting cases. Mm-hmm. I had a series of patients who had were scheduled to have amputations performed, and they came in, and we were able to adjust their extremities, and they could cancel their their amputation. Wow. So you're saying the like bone growth? What are you talking about? Well, they, they had lost function. Like in particular, you have people, you have somebody, a bomb goes off, one guy loses his leg, the other guy has some, a mangled foot or a, a, is what we can call it. And so they're roommates at the hospital. And this guy, once he gets his prosthetic, he's out running, jogging. But if this person can't dorsiflex their foot, they're stuck in an equinous deformation. They, they can't, they're limping. So through adjusting the feet, doing myofascial work, able to restore. In fact, we did a case series on those. We, we had a poster presentation, a case series of, of patients that we were able to restore normal dorsiflexion with chiropractic adjustments of the extremities and cancel can, and cancel amputations. That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. So um, I guess so more of a basic question then to get out less of the uh, deep science. So why would you say analyzing biomechanics is so important to physical medicine practice, practitioners? Say that again for me. So why would uh, analyzing biomechanics be so important to anyone that's going to work with the body? Like uh, it could be oh, a PT, yeah. uh, Cairo, anybody like that. Well, we, we've you – know, throughout the histories, we've looked at things as being a static listing and it's PL, it's, P, it's a PI, it's an AS ileum. And it's it's – for most people, it's a lot more complicated than that. There's motion restrictions. And, and you know, we go back as we're evaluating things. There's the, the whole kinetic chain needs to be evaluated. Somebody with low back pain – I keep going back to that dorsiflexion because dorsiflexion of the foot is so important or, or dorsiflexion of the great toe. You lose that grace, the, the dorsiflexion of that toe, it affects the entire chain. You might have back pain and, and somebody's adjusting the back and adjusting the back and it turns out it's the foot, it's the knee. Their glutes are weak. Um, it's, it looks at the whole body and the, the technology that you're familiar with, it's very good at evaluating <laughs> and you know, looking at these things. Yeah, well, and, well, good transition here. So yeah. um, where do you think the 3D motion capture will fit into a chiropractic's uh, treatment of a patient? So how, how would they anal- be able to utilize that benefit? Well, what happens with, with chiropractic patients, chiropractic works so good, people forget how bad they were. Right. So if you can have motion capture, and with this technology, it, what I really love is, is the from a top-down view of it. There's, you know, oh, yeah. People like to look at the avatar and the, and the real big functions, but when you see that knee is not moving on the side and they forget how bad that was and you show a pre and post, it's like, oh, I get it. And also, you can, you can try your treatment and, and evaluate it. Is it making them better? The goal is this. The patient comes in with a particular goal to perform better. 
right. to have better health, to have less pain. Well, that's one thing to analyze, but then you can actually see, I'm making a difference in their mechanics. They're stabilizing this. We've got more thoracic mobility in there. So they're when they're doing the overhead squat, now they're able to be more upright. Yep. Um, I think it's got some really good um, data sets you can have. And also, it's, it helps the patient understand what we're trying to do. And it's that real-time biofeedback, right? Real, it, yeah. it, that's, that's, that's the key right there. So a patient can see themselves do something. They can learn it faster, be better at it, stuff like that. And the, what Dr. Morgan is referencing is they have a on the Kineticense and the Parker Fit 3D, we have a transverse plane, which is kind of cool because what do you get? You have a Vicon system that can do that. But the transverse plane allows you to see, wow, we have now we have 3D. We have three ranges of motion instead of just two. So when we add that in, now we're watching knee tracking, we're watching where the hips are moving, where the shoulders are moving, where the head's moving, all at the same time, and we can track these different rotations. So, I mean, that, I mean... It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super pumped about it yeah. myself. I've used it for a while. So, um, I guess, so, a good follow-up. You brought the Parker Fit 3D to Parker University. Where do you see the biggest benefit for your students? Because you got your students this for two years after they graduate. For free? Yeah, yep. for free for, for, for those who graduate from Parker. Well, I think if you use it right, um, screening, you know, doing screening patient, you know, for practice management, you go, you go into a CrossFit gym and you do screenings or you do a, you do a screening at an athletic event. And, and, you know, people who are into in CrossFit and Olympic lifting and other sports are obsessed with having maximized performance. Yep. And, you know, they also were used to people eyeballing it. Yeah, you're, 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 you got protracted shoulder or you've got this or that. This is not eyeballing it. This is hard data. You can, you can see it. They can see it. There's the a number gen- on it. Yeah, the cleaning lady can see it. <laughs> it's, um, everybody can understand it. It's like, oh, there's a, and there's a number to it. And you can say, we're implementing this change. And look at this. We've changed this. And, and your performance has in, improved. Um, it, it's good data. Yep. And how would that, so how would your students be able to differentiate themselves from other practitioners oh. by with us? Oh, for that, it would be you go in, the screening for one, getting the patients in, having clear goals. You've got this issue. This is what we're specifically going to address. And as the world changes, you know this, is it's we're moving away from passive interactions with patients to be more active. It's our goal and it's our job to empower people to take care of their own health. Yep. If you come in here and you're relying on me to give you good health, something's wrong. I'll be a partner with you. I'll adjust you. I'll do the exercises. I will help with myofascial work. But you need to take responsibility for your health. If you've got this issue, we explain it to you. Now you're a partner. You're going to do the exercises I gave you, and your goal is broad-based fitness, independence for a long time. The world is is aging. We're all getting older. And it's not bad to get older, as I'm having a birthday <laughs> coming up, as long as you're healthy. But if you're aging and you lose your function, you're going to be in assisted living. And that is not as fun as having your own house and, being, <laughs> and, and living life how you want to. So our, I think the thrust of chiropractic is going to change as the world ages. We have a lot more old people. is keeping them active longer. And oh, this, yeah. this is going to help that. I mean, movement is health. We know that by now. Yes. Like once the body continues to move, it continues to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like we see a lot of diseases and sicknesses that come from people just being stagnant. Everyone wants to focus on nutrition or focus on something else. But if you look at movement in itself, the people that move and they continue to move right and move properly, par- properly, they get better and they stay healthy for longer. 
Truly, so. yeah, that is that is a fact, Jack. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Morgan, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Like I said, uh, you got me the Parker Fit 3D. I've gotten to use it with all my patients. I love it to death. So thank you for everything. All right. And thanks for being here at Parker Dallas. Yeah. Thank so. you so much. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to episode two of Kineticast. If you enjoyed this episode, go into your podcast app and leave us some feedback. On the next episode, we have four-time CrossFit champion Rich Froning. Rich speaks about what pushed him to the level he has reached, the different types of treatments he has been through and what has worked best, and he gives some advice to practitioners who want to work with high-level athletes. Also, Rich helps people thinking about beginning CrossFit to improve their health. I'm your host, Bo Sauls, and let's keep learning about movement, performance, and rehab together.